Hey guys, this is Kevin Owens. Uh, make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Take it easy, guys. Maybe I'll end up on your show one day. Who knows? But if I do, I'll probably end up taking the whole thing over and then it won't really be your show anymore. So maybe it's not a good idea. Who knows? We'll see how that works out. Who's Sean between the Lucha House Party? 24-7 title. Has it ran its course? Is our truth Is it done? And in the hot tag news, The Undertaker is a being overdone in a brand new edition of Wrestling POV with your host, Tony Diaz, Rick Serrano III, and Miguel Cole. would be interesting you wouldn't have known no we're watching dynamite exactly man oh jesus well i got my opinions on that i got my opinions on that um of course uh john moxley versus eddie kingston i think i think they're hyping that a little bit too much when we already know what the outcome is gonna be um Yeah. yeah yeah i think so i mean come on really eddie kingston is he really gonna beat moxley I don't think so. I really don't. If they do, it'd be a shocker. I tell you that much. Yeah, it would be. You would never see it coming. Honestly, I think the build to this match, I said it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. They needed to do exactly what they did. And they did every single thing. They checked yeah. all the boxes for me. So yeah. I'm very excited about th- that match. That match only. Yeah. Because every <laughs> other match oh, my hasn't God. really been developed. But, yeah. I mean, for me, though, it's like... All right, you got, no, no, actually, no, there's the Young Bucks versus FTR. That'll be a good one. How, how underwhelming has that build yeah, been, though? Yeah, it's true. It's true. But also, also, and I will say this, that this, for a go-home show for AEW was pretty bad, in my opinion. Yeah. But also, I'm, like, confused as to what happened. I'm like, all right, wait a minute, hold up. Especially the little schmoz that happened at the end and, and uh, when they jumped the Young Bucks and then Adam Page came out, then Omega came out, and I'm like, wait, what? What? Yeah, oh. Adam Page came out like Jan Brady. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know, Jan Brady used to walk side to side, very like yeah. weird. Yeah. And, ha- and that's exactly how Adam Page came out mm-hmm. with his drink in his hand, walking like Jan Brady. Yeah, it's true. But I was I was <laughs> just I don't know, man. I was just I'm so confused and they want to talk about, you know, story building and they want to bash WWE. It's like, dude, y'all need to get your shit straight. All right? Because if we're going to criticize WWE for their shit, we're going to do the same damn thing for you. And these AEW fanboys, they really need to get their shit together. Because stop. Because not everything they do is fucking turns to gold. Fuck out of here with that. No. You know? Definitely not. But we'll talk more about it later, even though we talked a bunch about it now. But (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's go to the Who's Sean this week. You did the Lucha House Party. Yes. Um, you did, uh, not Kalisto, but you did, uh, um, Lince Dorado, Lince Dorado. and Grand Metallic. So, uh, yes. what, even though this is kind of, 
a hard one to to pick between the two, but why why did you go there? Why did you go why did you go with these guys? These guys I mean, first of all, they're being underutilized in WWE. I agree. For sure. This is one of the better teams that they have. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a lot of the Colognes, how okay. they were treated. You know, yep. they were they, they weren't treated fairly either. I think they were one of the better taxis they had too. And yeah. it's just I, I really wanted to see what people really thought about them. And right. for me, when I look at this team, don't get me wrong, Grand Metallic is amazing. The king of the yeah. ropes for a reason. Yeah. Um, the Cruiserweight Classic matches he had was amazing. Mm-hmm. He is a talented dude. But I got to say, Tony, Lince Dorado is my pick for this one. Oh, wow. But first of all, his physique. If you ever yeah. go on his Instagram, his workout videos mm-hmm. and his physique is phenomenal. Yeah. And the guy can wrestle. And let's not forget... He's a Puerto Rican luchador. Yeah. That's something you rarely <laughs> that, see, too. It, that's rare. Very, very rare. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I love everything about him. And now, I think I think, he I is think you, talented. But I think you need to explain yourself when you say he's a Puerto Rican luchador. Because obviously oh, there's other Puerto Ricans out there that are wrestlers. But explain to the good people what you meant by a Puerto Rican luchador. Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, luchadores in... in in Mexico are known for wearing masks and you know that's a, a, a huge honor to wear the mm-hmm. mask and but not only that their style of wrestling too is different oh yes yes and their style of wrestling is so far different than what you would see in said Puerto Rico Japan mm-hmm. United States but he adopted this and you know yeah. there's another wrestler out there and I'm gonna give him a little shout out here um He's a Dominican dude. He's faced off of uh, House of Glory. Uh-huh. Um, he wears a mask, and it's just like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're starting to get these different styles, yeah. and we're cross we're we're bringing them together. So I love that Lince Dorado adopted this lucha style, mm-hmm. and wearing the mask is a huge honor. He loves cats. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, it's a little weird. Yeah, him and him I and Natalia should be tag partners. <laughs> yeah, um, the whole meow thing throws me off for a loop. But if I have to say who's the Sean, I gotta go with Lindsay. I think Lindsay yeah. has the total package, in my opinion. Yeah, what no, I, no, I agree with you. And just to further on what you were talking about, you know, it's it's just that what people got to understand. There's also strong style, which is the Japanese yes. way of wrestling, and you. So 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 for people to understand. Oh, isn't it all the same? No, it's actually different. Um, the Japanese, and I'm pretty sure the guys over at Global will attest to this, they, they're they a little bit more, uh, in the wrestling term, stiffer than, yes. than normal wrestling here in the States. They are. They really are. These guys go nuts on each other, man. Um, so they call it strong style, not just because so of Mr. that. So, Mr. Tony, they put their nuts on each other? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's 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 a different style of wrestling there. They're more aggressive towards each other. And like I said, there's more to it than that for their strong style. And in Mexican wrestling, the lucha, it's it's different too. They're very fast paced. They like to do a lot of flips. They uh, there's a it's spot fest city over there. If you ever watch a AAA event, go watch it, yeah. and you'll know what I'm talking about. Try to keep up and try <laughs> to keep up exactly. So you look at the wrestling here in the states. It's 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 it it breaks it down to normalcy, you know. It's, it, and so for 
a Puerto Rican to adjust to the lucha style of wrestling and to don a mask. It's it's something special and it's different. I went to school here uh, in Mexico years ago, and it it's different. These guys are like, okay, you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, let's do these, 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 these. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? Right now? <laughs> he's like, yes, let's do these. I'm like, wow. So it's it's completely different than when I went to school in the States for wrestling. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. Um, this this matchup, and not, not taking anything away exactly. Exactly. from Grand Metallic because exactly what you just said, they call him King. There's, there's a reason why they call him that, uh, King of the Ropes. And he, I, I would pick him in a heartbeat too. But for me, Lince Dorado, it's he's he's on a different level lately. Lately, yeah. Um, when they were doing that little spot with the Lucha House Party, um, it was it was more like he was being more of the spokesperson, obviously because uh, uh, Grandma Tali he couldn't he barely speaks English, but he knows enough. Yeah. But um, Lince Dorado, though, he speaks you know fluent English, and. Um, but you can tell though too. Physically, he's just jacked, and yeah, the Sean of the group between those two, I would agree, would be uh, Lindsay Dorado. Uh, Josh Sanders said Lindsay Dorado as a heel could be good. Maybe help the Messiah Seth Rollins. So I could see it, but I would rather have him go solo. I rather yeah, have him go solo. But it would work as a heel though. It would yeah, work as no, a heel for sure. I would have to when say. was the last time we had a heel that wore a mask? You know, other than like the fiend. I'm talking about like yeah, Lucha no, no, style. I know. Um, wow, it's been a long time. Very right? long time. Yeah, in, in either wrestling promotion, I would have to say. Uh, like I yeah, said, if you if you watch AAA, obviously you'll see a bunch of them. But um, yeah. as far as like WWE between WWE and AEW and the other promotions, not not that many. Not that many. Yeah, like Sin Cara, the when you had the two Sin Caras, obviously yeah. you had the one heel one. Yeah, but, but before that, um, I um, what's his name? Uh, the other guy for Lucha House Party. Why do we always forget his name? Kalisto. Kalisto. He was kind yeah. of showing a little well, vibe of a started, heel. Yeah. yeah. So yep. hopefully they'll do something with him because the, we haven't even seen him since the draft, and yep. I'm like, Ugh. but I think he would do good as a heel. Yeah, I think so. Well. Our votes came in, and uh, 66% agree with us. Say, Lince Dorado is the Sean of the group. Wow. Uh, 34% say Grand Metallic, and our brethren up north, uh, Elio and TJ went with Grand Metallic, and Andy Anderson went with Lince Dorado because of his Puerto Rican uh, background. Right. So, uh, because, yeah, you know, Andy is 100% Canadian and 0% Puerto Rican, (laughs) but because he wrestled in Puerto Rico. Rico, Yeah. He, he's, he's a big-time Puerto Rican in our hearts. Um, <laughs> but speaking of the Lucha House Party, Tony... But not um, only, wait a minute. Not only that, speaking of Andy Anderson... Um, yes. Now, not, now you're... Yeah, my BFF. Now, you you did say that, but he's also uh, inheriting the uh, New York lifestyle, too, I heard. I've noticed, right? Yeah. Speaking with his hands, um, having a little bit of... Uh, of uh accent in his voice when he when yeah so it's you can it's safe to say that he's got a little new york in him i think we're rubbing off on him yeah it could be <laughs> okay. i that, mean all this talk uh, about me wanting to be canadian 
<laughs> I mean, maybe I do. So what? <laughs> Especially what's going on now. It's time to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. No oh, politics, man, I with, promise. Yes. With that being said, it's not going to be this kind of shit. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, they got the Lucha House Party running after the 24-7 title, and that's a perfect segue into our next topic. Exactly. Which, exactly. which is our truth. Yes. Are we done? Is it over with our truth of the 24-7 title? Has it or run are its we just or as Joe uh, Biden yes. would say, has it run has it, has it, has it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no more politics, damn it. I said no more. But I had to throw that one in. Alright. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so yeah, so has our truth now when we're talking about this subject here, is it safe to say, Rick, are we talking about the 24-7 title itself? Or the twenty four seven title and our truth. I would like to say it is both. Okay. Both our truth's okay. goofiness and his twenty four seven titles. The just the title itself. So yeah, I for me, it's run its course. It's over. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You're wasting TV time on these guys mm-hmm. when you can have other things happening. You can. You can have some matches go a little bit longer. You can have some matches go shorter and yeah. extend promos or have somebody that hasn't been on TV in a long time mm-hmm. make an appearance. Yeah. But instead, you're wasting TV time with segment after segment after segment and then a triple threat match and then another segment. It's just like, yeah. when are we going to get back to wrestling? Yeah. Like, yeah. But, it, well, it was well, funny in the beginning. We loved it. Tony, in the beginning, we loved with it. With Drake Maverick. Yes. And that's the difference. And we love the 24-7 title. And then even with our truth though, we were like, and, yeah. you know what? Our truth is good. Yeah. But now it's like, all right. It, it's and this enough. is what WWE is guilty of. It, it's just they they keep doing it. Oh, oh you like but, it? But, Here yeah. Now. But but not only that though, Vince, he has a nasty habit because just because he likes it, he thinks everybody else will like it. Just because yep. he thinks he he finds it funny, he thinks everybody else will find it funny. You, so it's like for me, again, I, I've used this example like a dozen times on the show. The whole knock-knock joke. Every time you say it over and yep. over and over again, was it funny the first few times? Yeah, it was. But after a while, it's like, oh, I heard that one already. So with the 24-7 yep. title, for me, it's like, all right, uh, it was funny. They had some funny skits. Uh, the r tooth was funny and, and at some points. Drake Maverick, I thought it was hilarious. I, I loved that whole thing. But it's just gotten to the point to where the 24-7 title, it doesn't really mean anything. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. What are they trying to accomplish with that heinous title, first of all? Second of all, R-Truth is, what, 43-time champion? That, that's not it's, – it's laughable. It's laughable. When you hear about, like, Ric Flair, 16-time champion, I'm like, Damn. That's impressive. 43-time, 24-7 title. Where our truth he keeps saying the same line, which they made into a T-shirt, the 24-7, 7-11, I-95, South. So, you know, it's like, all right, that, that's stupid. That That's just, it's, okay. It, oh, my God. For me, it's ran its course. <laughs> For me, it's just ran its damn course. I can't, it's, I'm done with it. I'm done. But not only that, Rick, okay, not only that, as um, the thing it is, is is that 
I don't even know where I was going with it. I, I totally forgot because I'm just so <laughs> flabbergasted about what the fuck this yeah. whole 24. Oh, wait, my bad. No, what I was trying to get yeah. at is that the uh, Amber, uh, Amber, Amber Moon got injured because of this shit. Yes, yeah. And but not only that, too. Now, and I'm all for people trying to get on TV and all this other shit and TV times important in wrestling. But the EC3 was <laughs> like he had no interest in it. None. No. And 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 who else was it? There was a bunch of other people that you can tell they gave no shit about yeah. that 24/7 title, but they were forced no. to be like, you know, it was like, "Oh, go chase after it." Go do something with it. And now you got Drew Gulak, who was just in the program with Daniel Bryan. And then uh, you have, now you have and him chasing. And I see title picture, and now he's chasing yeah. after that. It's like. It's a joke. It's, it, it is a joke. And, and it's a, and, and like you said, it's a bad joke at this point. It is. It is. But no, I, I, I'd i say, yeah, it's ran its course. Yeah, well, 58% of the people agree with you. Yes, it has run its course. 42% say no, it hasn't run its course. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... Uh, and, you know, I know we said no more politics, but if you were hearing a lot of noise in the background for me, uh, Joe Biden is the new president yes, of the United is. States. Yeah. Just announced. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Congratulations on that. Um, and uh, now there's no more politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beverly Yates... Uh, I think she was the only one that I see in all these comments that said, no, not yet. Go truth. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Beverly? That's so nice and sweet of you. But you know what? Because this is our show and we, we control it. All right. Um, you're getting the hater comment of the week. Yeah. Um, because nobody wants to see our truth and 24 seven no. title running around anymore. No. So Beverly, I'm exactly. sorry, but you are the hater comment of the week. And the hater comment of the week is brought to you by... Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater we know. Go to wohw.com and purchase a book from Kenny Casanova. Why not? You know, yeah. it's, it's it's great. He has da- Dangerous Danny Davis. He has um, uh, the, Kamala. The, 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 Kamala, Vader, Vader Sabu, <laughs> Tito Santana, yeah. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know, he has so many goddamn books that you have to pause for a second. But once you get going, it's like diarrhea, just like Kenny Casanova. Exactly. Um, Made yeah, many so appearances make, on Quarantine. Yes, he has. And uh, speaking of Quarantine, make sure you guys check that out every Tuesday. This upcoming week, they got women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Uh, I've been told that TJ Logan, Elio Canella, and Andy Anderson barely talked this episode. Oh, really? So, all the women guests they have on the show are the ones that are taking over the show. Um, they, and you know what? They're wrestlers, so I don't blame them for getting to, <laughs> overtaken. <laughs> and it is about women's wrestling, so. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, make sure you check that out on uh, Quarantine. It's on YouTube and on Facebook page. And if you wanted to see the hear the audio version of it, it's on our iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free. Mm-hmm. All right, Tony. I think it's time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. <laughs> oh, wait. That's that's your line. That was my line. Before, Too late now. Go before ahead. We do, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right. This is a shocker. And Andrade turns 31. Really? Only 31. Wait. How old is Charlotte? Charlotte is 28, I want to say. Is she really? I thought she was in yeah. her 30s, too. Oh, she may be 33. It maybe okay. I'm not I'm not too sure, but Andrade to only be 31 is shocking. That is shocking. He 
He gives me a mid thirties vibe. Yeah. 35, 36. Yeah. 31. Yeah. Uh, 36, I think, is peak. But Yeah. Uh yeah. that's why. Speaking of young, Darren Young turns 37 years old. He's no still shit. wrestling. Is he? Yeah, wh- where is he wrestling at? Do you know? I think he was. I think he was trying to wrestle out in Japan at one point. I oh, think really? He was just trying to get over. Um, what was it? Uh, that thing he used to do with his arms. Uh, I forgot what he used to write on his arms. Oh, I don't but he's know. trying to get that over still. Oh, really? Um, but I was never the biggest fan of Darren Young. But good, yo, if you got it, you got it. You know, keep going, sure. pushing yourself, yeah. do what you got to do. Um, yep. Last but not least, the current NWA heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis, turns 34 years old. Really? Another one yeah, that I thought was a one. lot yeah, older. Because he's married to Mickey James. Yeah. And Mickey James, and she, isn't she in her 40s? In 40s, I believe, yeah. Wow. Mickey, what you doing? Damn. What are you Girl. doing? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I'm 33. I'm just saying. Nah. Um. <laughs> With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Paige is refusing to give up her Twitch account to WWE. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either, but you know what happens when you're that one person. She needs to build an army. Mm -hmm. You need to build some backup Mm -hmm. because right now, if you're the only one fighting this battle you're gonna lose but if you can get some other people behind you you'll probably still lose but they'll probably get to keep their switches because the thing is like this the martyr the one person that usually stands up is usually the person that gets taken out you know so um hopefully it goes well for her we'll see Paige, you're going up against a juggernaut you know but i mean does she have a point we said it last week she absolutely does she does she absolutely she does. does. It's fair. Yep. Um, my last bit of news here. The Miz, Bailey, and Sasha prefer scripted promos. Really? Now, is that shocking to you? The yeah. Miz who and who? Bailey and Sasha. Well, Sasha, yeah, because she that girl just can't <laughs> act. I'm a little shocked with Bailey and I'm a little shocked with the Miz. I think with the Miz, yeah. though, I think with the Miz is I think it's more or less of people going up to him and saying, Alright, I need you to say this and this and i need you to talk about this and this so i think that's the route that he's probably referring to um someone like sasha banks needs a script but i yeah. think honestly you know what thinking about it i just convinced myself I, I think she would be better off without a script because you know how like when you're trying to read a script and let's just say if they tell you rick all right rick i need you to sound like a badass reading this Yep. It's hard to, especially no, when... No, it is. I, I don't want to say it's hard because for some people, it's natural. Some people, it's not. So when you try to act like a tough guy, it shows. It really yeah. does. And it's like... Uh, and that's been my biggest problem with Sasha Banks is the fact that she's trying to act like a badass and it's just not there. It's not working. Um I was more convinced when she was a heel and her actions spoke louder than how her promos were. Her promos is her yeah. weakest point, in my opinion. Um, yeah. You look at The Miz and it's like, it's na- it seems natural for him. Yeah, his promos. And you know, it's kind of shocking. I mean, we have that one promo that he cut on uh, the after show Daniel, on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan. On Daniel Bryan. 
that yeah. was a shoot. You know, he came yeah. right at he came at his life. So um, his other promos, now that they mention it, he is an actor. I mean, say what you want True. about his acting skills. He True. is an actor. So yeah. he may prefer that. For me, I know whenever I'm cutting a promo, I have bullet points. I don't like scripts. I right. don't. It's, yeah. First of all, it's difficult for me to memorize. But yeah. I like bullet points. Exactly, I need to touch yeah. this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to go out there and do. Um, but, yeah. Like, because you're we throwing say it all your own time, words right? in. You're not yeah. using their and words. how I speak. Yeah. Exactly. So, because like, I mean, like, that's a good example. Because let's just say if I wanted you to cut a promo, and then I'm going to tell you, listen, I need you to be the biggest badass that you can be while doing this promo. But you got to make sure you end your promo, you end your script with suffering suck attached. And it's got to sound badass. Can you do that? That's hard. Because it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm supposed to be a gangster, and you want me to say suffering succotash and make that sound like a badass? No, that's impossible. You know, because whoever gave that line to Roman Reigns should be fired. Ooh, yes. Because I'm sorry. I was going to say, yes. Seriously. That was and that's why I brought it up because it's like sometimes you got to ad lib that part. Wait, you want me to say what? No, I'm not yeah. saying that. I'll say something else. I'll make yeah. up. I'll, I'll think of something when I'm out there. But don't have me saying suffering succotash or what was yeah. it? Was it that suffering succotash? Yeah, it was. It was. Wow. Yeah, it was suffering succotash. Wow. That, that's just unbelievable. That's the but no, way. I know what you're saying. Um, you know, some some wrestlers out there, they just need a bullet point. That's it. Uh, Bray yeah. Wyatt, I think, is the master at it. I'm pretty sure yeah. they just say, "Hey, I just need you to." Talk about Randy Orton and mention the fact what happened before and blah blah blah. That's all I need you to say. All right, I I got you. I got you. Yeah. And, and he he's he's probably I have to say right now one of the best at it. One of the oh, best absolutely. at it. Um, and you know what, Tony? If this continues, I honestly think he may be considered one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. I know we put Jericho mm -hmm. up there. We put Roddy Piper up there. We put Ric Flair up there. I agree. There. I think we're going to start making space for Bray Wyatt's yeah. name. Yeah. And you know what? That would be a good uh, poll question, too. Can yeah. Bray Wyatt be one of the greatest of all time in his wrestling career or something like that? But, uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, on to the rumors. All right. Rumors. Mercedes Martinez was reportedly pulled from Retribution because she no longer wanted to be in the group. The WWE NXT star set uh, had been in retribution as retali retaliation, and uh, but she disappeared right before the 2020 draft. Um, word going around is that Martinez expressed her desire to no longer be a part of retribution storyline and was removed from the group before the members signed new contracts. Um, hey, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't need to be there. Um, I, in my opinion, Mia Yim didn't need to be there. But yep. as we discussed uh, a couple episodes ago, um, that the reason why is because she already filed trademark for her name, medium. Yep. WWE wanted it, uh, or they were trying to do it, didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> so I think this is a little bit of a, a punishment towards Mia Yim because of that. And now she's what what name is she going by again? Jesus Christ. Uh, um, retri no, not retribution. Jesus no. Christ. Uh, um, well, it's not retaliation because that was uh, it's not retaliation. <laughs> that was Mercedes Martinez. You know what? I know what's happening right now. Right now in Toronto, you got Elio Canella screaming the name at us. I'm pretty sure and, he is. Um, 
and he's listening to the show, yeah. and he's just yelling the name, and I, I hear his voice, but I don't hear the name. Yeah. Um, it starts with an R. Okay. We'll go with that. But either way, I think <laughs> it's obviously a, 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 a bit of a punishment for me again. I'm that's that's where I'm going. I'm sticking to that. But uh, she doesn't need to be in there either. Um, there were talks of bringing someone else from NXT, but they they pretty much were like, nah, we're good. Uh, but don't be surprised if they do add somebody else to it. Um, uh, actually, Mercedes Martinez would be uh, obviously be back at, at NXT. Um, she could be the Ghostface person, in my opinion. I think that would work. Um, um, because well, she hasn't been thinking, there in a while. Huh? Yeah, but I think it's Indy Hartwell that is the Ghostface person. Well, that's what they're saying. That's yeah. what they're saying. Indy Hartwell is not that big. So they did put a man in there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but for yeah, sure. They, but I guess she had the COVID, I'm assuming. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it's it's just like for me, it's like all right, um, they, they could you could have put a woman in there, then Jesus, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll see what reckoning. goes. I, reckoning, reckoning, yes, reckoning, but uh, I think for Indy Hardwell, Hartwell, or whatever the fuck her name is, Jesus Christ, uh, not Indy, Jesus, I'm all over the place, Rick. I am all over the damn place. <laughs> Mercedes Martinez. Uh, should she be in, on the main roster, though, or did, is she just going back to NXT? Would be better. I honestly, honestly, Tony, I don't want her in WWE. Send her to AEW, and I'm going to say that. I don't think she belongs in WWE. Well, I will throw she, this at you. Go ahead. I will throw this at you. She did go to AEW one time that uh-huh. at one point, and they ruined it. They ruined it. It didn't work. Didn't work. Gotcha. And she broke out. So maybe Ooh. her best bet is WWE. Um, but Impact. in my opinion, I think it'd be better for her to be in NXT, not the main roster. Okay. So. Gotcha. Um, the Usos uh, will join Reigns in a heel stable, and it will lead to a change in their look and interesting once Jimmy comes back. So. Okay. Wouldn't I don't see it. Um, I'd, I'd say about a month or two now. I mean, Jimmy's still limping, and I don't know if they told him to do that. Um, he had an ACL tear, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's been how long? How long has it been since then? Since about Mania. Something yeah, like I was gonna say Mania. So he's he number one. He shouldn't be limping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, from he's at that point now to where he can't walk normal. Uh, he can't do crazy stuff though, obviously, but he can still. Uh, participate in uh, some kind of interference, I would have to say, in a match or something like that. But as far as full-time wrestling right now, I, I don't think he'll be ready by until January. Um, but I right. think they can still put him in. But I think the way they're thinking, I think, is that with when Jimmy comes back, they want him to wrestle. I don't think they want him to play a different role until he's ready. Yeah. So, which is fine. All right. Sure. You know, fine. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, you're gonna love this one, Rick. <laughs> Let's do it. You, you know what? I think you might uh, leave the show after this. But not only uh, is Ronda uh, Rousey training for her return uh, in WWE, but uh, her husband 
Travis Brown uh, has been working on his pro wrestling skills as well. So. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I am sick of the MMA people. I am sick of Ronda Rousey and her husband, who I can't stand. I know. what. Um, what why the hatred there, Rick? Travis Brown is a bum <laughs> of a fighter, man. <laughs> he was one of those heavyweights that he'll go out there, he'll knock somebody out, but he'll get knocked the fuck out too quickly. <laughs> And it was just like, I don't have respect for dudes like that. Also, he beat his wife before he had Ronda yeah. Rousey. Yeah. So it's just like... You did mention that can't, before. Can't respect that kind of person. And I, I just don't think he's changed much. Ronda Rousey nope. is definitely... she Like, the way you look at the, the way they talk to each other and stuff like that, I don't know, man. It's just something about him just rubs me the wrong way. And then Ronda Rousey... <sighs> just can't stand her never could stand her loved it when she got knocked out because she was getting hand-fed opponents yeah. in ufc until she really until, got a fucking yeah. <laughs> holly, holmes, uh, holly right? holmes knocked her out. yep yeah. holly holmes knocked her out and this other chick uh brazilian chick knocked her out yeah. um but cyborg, yeah isn't so cyborg no no cyborg's no? uh no protege cyborg yeah ronda rousey was running away from cyborg she did not oh, yeah Amanda she didn't want cyborg at all <laughs> yeah it was Amanda Nunez that knocked her out. Yes, yes, um, yes. But, yeah, I am over Another Ronda Rousey. Badass. I don't want to see her back. I am yeah. just over. Yeah. I'm over it. So, I, no. I think, I, honestly, right. I think probably if if we had to pick what moment did she shine, Ronda Rousey, what would you pick? <sighs> when did she shine? Th- because uh, for me, the match yeah, wasn't ahead. the greatest, but the little feud she had uh, with the Bella Twins. And the one promo yes. she cut, that was yes. badass. Yes. But the only door you're knocking down is John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was great. That, that was. was good. Um, but as far as something memorable for her in her wrestling career, I can't think of one. If I if I no. really had to, I, I have to, I don't want to say commend um, when she lost the belt at WrestleMania. But because she even fucked that up too. If yep, she was yeah. supposed to get the pin, that's fucked up what she did. But yep. if it was, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Knowing but, her personality, as much as we know about her personality, yeah. she definitely did that shit on purpose. Yeah. She kicked out on purpose yeah. because she doesn't like to lose. Right. Yeah. And no, she that's don't. a big moment for her to lose mm-hmm. it. And also, she's not a good baby face. But she's no. even, she's an even worse heel, and it's easy to be a heel. Yeah. And as you as if you guys heard on this week's quarantine, we were talking about heat. She is one thousand percent all about cheap heat, and yeah. that's you're disrespecting the business. That was her way of getting heat was just saying, "Well, this is not real." Are you an idiot? Or are you just stupid? <laughs> like, like yeah. how are you gonna call the business fake and all this stuff? Yep. And you're supposed to be a heel in the business. Yeah. That's not even. That's not even Xbox heat. That's Ronda <laughs> Rousey heat. That's got to be a whole new version yeah, of heat. It is. And on top of that, um, during her career or her run in WWE, a lot of women were pissed off in the back. And yeah. they had every right to. They did because of the simple fact that here she coming in, no wrestling experience, and in the title shot, gets the title, has this big, long year run. And here we are, been in the business, you know, numerous years, and and we're still trying to get that chip, that chance, that shot. Yep. So, 
For Ronda Rousey, I just think it was all about her name, um, who she was. Uh, the title, though, I think she needs to... I, I'm talking about the title of the baddest woman in the planet. No, it's not her for her. Uh, Amanda Nunez, Nunez, yeah, that's yep. a different story. Uh, she's a true badass. <laughs> yeah. And um, she showed it when she beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I do think it will boost the ratings, though, for WWE. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, Especially on Fox. If she goes to SmackDown, yeah, it's a wrap. That's yeah. true. That is true. So uh, that's all the rumors I got. What do you got for injury? Uh, Matt Jackson is wrestling with a partially torn MCL and oh a partially boy. torn ACL. What? So, yeah. So we may not even be seeing a match against FTR. He's saying he's going to go, but that's part of the whole angle with the ankle injury. But yeah. it's really a torn MCL, ACL. Wow. So he may be out for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, just like Jimmy. So uh, yeah. not looking good for him. So, but that's all I got for injuries. But go just to feed off of that, though. So obviously, if even if he does go, like he says he is, that so it just means that FTR is winning. Yeah, gonna win the belt because sure. there's no way. Why would and, you put the belt on yourself if you're gonna be out? Because obviously and, he's gonna have to have surgery. Yeah, and then they're talking about if we lose the match, we never go for the tag titles again. Oh. So it's just like, did the young bucks just fucking write themselves into a corner? Yeah, yeah. But but you know what? This is the second time. That yeah. AEW is doing this shit. What for? What? Why are you doing that? Why for? What? That is bad booking. It's very bad that. booking. Very bad booking. Because look what happened with Cody. Cody, yeah. you can't go for the AEW title anymore. Yep. Well, I'm gonna make my own then. <laughs> is that what the mm -hmm. Young Bucks are gonna do? We're gonna have the be the elite <laughs> tag team titles. Yeah, and I bet you that. Oh my God! If they do, oh my God! If they oh do, they God. gotta cut me a check. <laughs> they better, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Jesus. All right, you know what? Let's go straight into the hot tag news, which is The Undertaker, his legacy. Will it be tarnished with all this overexposure lately? Um, now, Rick, we talked about this because of the yeah. simple fact that they, first of all, they already designed uh, Undertaker belt. Um, what, yeah. about a year ago? A little less than a year ago, yeah. But really? yep. Was it that? Wow. Yeah. Um, and it was more or less like, all right, you know, um, okay, fine. He does deserve it. Not going to take that away from him. Um, it was like, I forgot came how Came in much. a little casket. Came in yes, a casket. Yes, came, came in a casket. it was like 750 Yeah. Yeah. Around there. About 750 bucks for that title. Then uh, on the WWE Network, they did uh, Last Ride. Uh, yep. Documentary. Uh, documentary on The Undertaker. Um, then he did a match against AJ Styles at WrestleMania, which was awesome, in my opinion. I'm not going to knock that down. yep. F yeah. Uh, then, now, they came up with another belt for $1,000, another yep. special edition Undertaker belt. They're only going to make 100 of them? Something like that? 1,000 of them. Or 1,000? A 1,000? A really? Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. then, uh, now, they're doing... 30 years of The Undertaker on uh, at Survivor Series. Yep. Now, Rick, me and you talked about this, and I'm like, are they going getting a little bit too carried away with this shit? And you said yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So speak further on that. <laughs> and I'll get the yeah, absolutely. Ready. 
you know, The Undertaker is, for me, top five of all time. I would even say top yeah. three of all time for me. Greatest character yeah. WWE's ever had. Yep. And the greatest thing about The Undertaker was the mystique that The Undertaker had. Undertaker didn't talk. Undertaker didn't do interviews. But then we got the American Badass where he started talking. He started yeah. doing interviews. But you know what else? He never talked outside of that. You know, we never That's saw true. him on ESPN. We never saw him doing. We all never his saw him as a normal stuff. person. Yes, it was just you're the dead man. Yeah. Now I get it. You know, things change. You're mm-hmm. gonna retire soon. You want to show people that you are human and that this is like I put my whole life into this. I get yeah. it. But it's getting to a point where it's too much. You should have retired five years ago. Yeah. You know, um, after that Roman match, I get it. You want one more big match. And then you go and you do the DX match. And that was terrible. You do the Goldberg match. And that was atrocious. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I need one yeah. more. I need to end on the high. You did it with AJ. Yeah. And now they're saying Survivor Series is the ending, the final chapter that's going to begin at Survivor Series, which is going to end probably at WrestleMania. And it's just like... No, yeah. Yeah. no, you are tarnishing your legacy. You want to do documentaries? I'm all for it. You want to show people that you are human? I'm all for yeah. it. But do not start keep wrestling while you're fucking doing this shit. Yeah. You're supposed to do that shit when you're done, mm-hmm. when you're retired. You know, I was always against these DVDs that came out, even though I yeah. bought a ton of them, when the wrestler was still wrestling. Yeah. Like, why do we have a special DVD when you still got fucking years on your career? <laughs> <laughs> you know they used to just do it oh piper sure. okay hogan okay macho man okay macho man didn't even get a dvd he got a fucking dvd of his matches yeah that's how fucking cynical they were ultimate warrior got one and it was trashing ultimate warrior until they came out yeah. with a new one yeah that oh we like ultimate warrior now <laughs> true so it's just like that's but now we're getting DVDs of fucking CM Punk, Chris Jericho, Big mm-hmm. Show, all these guys that were still wrestling at the time, and it's just like, why? Yeah. And now Undertaker, you're gonna do the same shit, but now you're you're these guys at least had ten years left in their career. True. You you got days left in your career. <laughs> if that Yeah, it's true. Stop, man. You're just yeah. tarnishing it. For me, like I said. Top five, top three, he's starting to drop. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's how I look at it. You, you're tarnishing your legacy. I feel the same way about Chris Jericho. You know how much I love yeah. Chris Jericho. He's starting to tarnish his career, in my opinion, yeah. my POV. Yep. But yeah, Undertaker, you need to rest in peace, <laughs> my brother. Please. But it could also. Come on the show. It, yeah, you know? absolutely. But it could also mean uh not mean but remember how we talked about it was a while ago i forgot which episode it was but we did mention about that the undertaker at one point was in financial trouble because of his divorce and and the wife took a lot of his money so obviously he remarried um michelle mccool um do they have kids together i don't remember yes they do oh okay yes so but either way it's irrelevant but two kids yep he Wanted, obviously needed money. He, the money he had. I mean, but my thing is, back in the day, during the Attitude Era, his whole career, he was probably in the top five um, handful of wrestlers that were making over a million dollars. So how yes, much did sure. his ex-wife take? It's like, good Lord. Either you're really trying to be greedy or she took you for a lot of money. Um, 
either way, he's he's signed a lifetime contract. Uh, Vince threw a lifetime contract at him anyway. So he can't go to AEW. He can't go to any other promotion ever in his life. He's done. He, yep. he can't. So you will never see him in another wrestling promotion. Now, I think by him doing that is two, th- two things. It saved him and it hurt him. Because it's weird because we just talked about the overexposure and this and that. That's where it saved him because then his legacy can be somewhat of a legacy. It still is, in my opinion. But to make more money, it's it it's not it won't be there ever because yeah. he signed this lifetime contract. So in that aspect, it saved him because we're just talking about this overexposure on the Undertaker. My opinion, the man is still a legend. The the man still has had legendary matches. Um, the, probably the one shocking moment, obviously, is when he lost at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. Um, but you're right, though. Ended on a good note, brother. It's yeah. just too much. Too much. And, and, and uh, it, years ago, Rick, we always said, well, it's about that time uh, we see The Undertaker during WrestleMania season. Because we only saw yeah. him once a year. Homie yeah. was getting paid once a year. Big con- uh, big money contract to do a WrestleMania appearance. So around January, February is when you started seeing The Undertaker. Wouldn't step into the ring. Just talked a lot of shit. Did a little, you know, punches here and there. And then did the actual match uh, at WrestleMania. But then even still, you can tell... Towards the end of that, his match, like he was winded. He was winded. Yeah. He was hurting. The ma- I forgot which match it was, but he went straight to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, you know, you're still the Undertaker. Mate, do these signings. When that was yeah. popular, you they were getting paid. And he would get paid. So this whole overexposure with the Undertaker, for me, in my opinion, I Yes, it's a little bit too much. RJ Adams says, nah, I get the impression that he's been dying to talk. His, oh, badoots. Him chasing the ultimate last match was doing major damage, though. So, it does make sense. And I get it. He wants to talk. He wants to tell his story. And I'm fine with that. So am I. But you don't have to wrestle. No. No. I I think that part of it is hurting him more. Yeah. I really do. But uh, all right, what 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 did uh, the polls do? The polls say six. Are they still counting? Yes. Jesus. He's be- <laughs> they say yes. He's being overexposed. <laughs> no more politics. <laughs> <laughs> and forty uh, percent say no. Wow, that's yeah. pretty tight. That's yeah. pretty tight. Unlike Pennsylvania, yeah. but that's pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no more politics. Damn it, Jesus Christ. Anyways, you know, for, for those people that uh, need a, uh, a suggestion or want to do a suggestion, uh, of course, we got a Facebook page. Throw it on there, and we'll be happy to talk about it. We might even make it a hot tag news. Who the hell knows? But uh, um, let's take a break, Rick. We need a break. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got This Week in Wrestling. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Hi, uh, I'm WWE Superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! 
and we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and pick up a shirt today for $19.99. We have four different designs, very unique. Make sure you check it out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV for $19.99. Also, we have our show here, Wrestling POV Podcast. Every Saturday, we cover the world of WWE. And then you got Wrestling POV Global every Friday. Where they cover AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, NXT UK, and all of the indie circuits. And speaking of indie circuits, they just had AEW uh, Dark uh, wrestler uh, Danny Limelight on for a great interview. Nice. If you want to get to know uh, New York Rican, a fellow New York Rican, uh, Danny Limelight, definitely check him out. Uh, he got chokeslammed the hell to sleep by uh, Luchasaurus <laughs> on AEW Dark. Um, also, we have NX, uh, NXT. We also have WPOV Quarantine every Tuesday. And mm-hmm. we have some big guests lined up for our upcoming shows. Make sure you check it out. We talk about random things about the wrestling world. And, of course, we have WPOV Aftermath where we cover uh, shows after pay-per-views. We do a show after the pay-per-views. And we will be doing one tonight yeah. with Tony Diaz, Andy yep. Anderson, and Elio Canella. You don't want to miss that after the uh AEW pay-per-view. So uh, yeah. after you listen to us and after you listen to uh, after you watch the pay-per-view, go listen to these guys cover uh AEW's pay-per-view. Yes, sir. On Aftermath. With that being said, it is now time for this week in wrestling. Tony, let's get raw. Alright, let's go straight on to raw notes. Uh, my low point, I'll go just go straight on to that. There was a couple of them I had. It was the uh, R-Truth versus Lashley. Um, I gave it a point five. Yeah. I was like, yeah. we, we talked about this earlier, and <sighs> what are they doing? Um, for me, I'm like, yeah. what are they doing with Lashley? Uh, even though they have been building him up to be a badass, but this was just ridiculous to go up for what? What were they going? Uh, stupid, dumb. Um, the other low point I gave was the uh, MVP lounge. Uh, I gave it a point five. Yeah, stupid, dumb. Ugh. Dumb. Yeah. Um, and, and and the more I keep listening to MVP, the more I'm agreeing with you, Rick, about you know his promos. They're they're not that great. They really aren't. No. Um, we talked earlier about you know, you know trying to sound like a badass. He's doing a little bit too much of that, and it's not yeah. being convincing in my opinion. What were your low points, Rick? My low point was indeed the VIP lounge with New Day and also Nia defeating Lana. Very sloppy. I feel yeah. like Nia is too green to still. She's been there for too long to be this green still. Yeah. Lana, yeah, same that I thing. Agree with. Um, these are two people that need to get it together, especially if we're gonna put them in a singles match. Yeah. Very, very sloppy match. Uh, one room. One rumor I did hear was that uh, eventually Lana's gonna get payback on Nia for putting her through the table <laughs> so many times. With what? With what forklift? <laughs> that, and I'm telling you right now, if she does, that will be impressive. That yes. will be impressive. Um, I don't see it happening. I think what they're going to no. end up doing is they're going to put, she'll, she'll put Lana on the table. And she I think she's going to jump from the outside, you know, from the top yeah. turnbuckle onto her, a splash onto the table. I think that's what's going to end up happening. That's yeah, gonna be the that end. Of has it. To. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was raw this week. There was a lot of ones, a lot of one point fives. Like the raw men's team promo gave that a one. Uh, Braun defeating Lee and Sheamus gave that a one. Uh, Lashley defeating R Troop gave that a one. It was just 
Ricochet defeating Tucker. Tucker oh my god, Knight. you see Tucker? <laughs> oh man, he's Tucky! Tucky, Tucky. Tucky, you got the jobber pants on, Tucky. Oh man, oh, Tucker man. Knight. Um, but I did say Tucker may be going to Retribution, and Retribution did jump him and Ricochet. So That's maybe. true. And Ricochet's acting, man. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> All right, Ricochet, we're going to need you to go out there. We're going to have you say, why? Why are you doing this? Can you do that for me? Yeah, why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> what are your high points of Monday Night Raw? Uh, high points, I did have a couple of them. Um, for me, the one match that really stuck out, and I gave it a three and a half, was Braun versus Keith Lee versus Sheamus. Um, they, for me, this I was like, but you know what, though? Because, you know, just like how you just said with Nia Jax for being in, you know, the business for as long as she has and still be green, I see that with Braun a lot. Yes, um, yes. But watching this match, Sheamus took control of this whole entire match and made it that good. Um, but you got to give Sheamus that credit, though, because honestly, if, if he didn't take control of this match, this match would have been terrible. But... He, yep. You can tell he was the one controlling everything in this match. So I took my hat off to him. It was really, really good. Keith Lee, um, he had some good points, but I'm honestly, he's going back to the salutations promo. I'm, yep. I'm like, dude, stop, man. That's, oh, my Lord. Um, and and <laughs> you're going to be shocked at this. Uh, this was the second highest point. I gave it a three, which was for uh, the New Day versus the Hurt Business. Um, wow. I thought this match was pretty good, and I'm not a fan of, of New Day. Everybody knows that. But this match was good. Um, I, I'm telling you, I'm more impressed with Xavier Woods than anything, to be honest. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, his wrestling, his, his storytelling in the ring, the way he acts, and, and it, it, he really does outperform a lot of the talent that's in that ring and uh watching this match i was like okay i do dig it so i gave it a three uh which for me was the second highest so what was your highest on this uh my highest point was actually drew mcintyre defeating the miz and morrison and you know what i i've been dropping the ball lately uh josh sanders has been reaching out for weeks now saying you gotta do who's sean on miz and morrison you gotta oh. do who's sean on miz and morrison okay. and you know what next week who's sean miz and morrison <laughs> i have to say tony okay. though it may be a lot easier than what people may think yeah um and i'll give my pov on that next week but i thought this was a really good match uh i gave it a three i gave a uh, hurt business a new day a 2.5 wasn't terrible I also gave the Firefly Funhouse this week a 2.5. Yeah. Alexa Bliss, now, let me, man. Uh, now that Ooh. you brought that up, I wanted to bring what about what's, uh, what'd you think about it? The, the, the cursing, the uh, Alexa Bliss's tongue. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? They, they went a little I, bit extra with this promo. Yeah, and, and I love it. You know what? Go extra. This is, if you're going to go extra on anything, yeah. this is the thing you go extra yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Like, so for me, I really enjoyed it. And I do have to say, I, I know I texted this to you. Miz and Morrison backstage. Yo, <laughs> fact, fact that Morrison is gold, man. He is gold, Jerry, gold. <laughs> Seinfeld reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall, though, I gave Monday Night Raw this week a 1.4. Wow, I gave, it a, I gave it a 1.88 this week. All right. 
All right, with that being said, it's now time for NXT POV. Mamma Mia! Yeah. All right, uh, lowest point, I'm going with Johnny Gargano at home. Gave it a point five, okay. And you know why, Tony? The biggest reason? It's because he's stealing my shtick. All right? <laughs> Let me tell you. I am the first ever wrestling POV champion. I am the first ever two-time wrestling POV champion. I am the first ever three-time wrestling POV champion. I am the first ever WPOV global champion. I am the first ever. I don't want to hear Johnny Gargano say, I'm the first ever NXT Grand Slam champion. I'm the first ever two-time champion. Uh, uh, North American champion. I don't want to hear that from you, Johnny Gargano. And now you love wheels, you fucking fool. I am over it. Point five for stick stealing. What are your wow. low points? Uh, the only low point I got was the Timothy Thatcher segment. I'm, I'm like, what? Yes, I, I don't like what? it. It's like for me, and and I'm gonna explain to you why. Because NXT in general, okay, this episode of NXT was really top-notch. For me, I was looking at NXT and I was like, wow, this is good. It's, oh, my God. I'm into, I wasn't really invested in NXT. And this kind of, the Timothy Thatcher segment took me right out. It did. Gotcha. It took me right out of it. I was like, oh, he's talking. And you, you know what I'm saying? Because honestly... NXT this week it was nothing but action, 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 and 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 I'm not I I'm agreeing with you with the Gargano promo, but even still, it wasn't as long as this Timothy Thatcher promo, and yeah. that's what took me out of it. So I gave it a point five. The whole Timothy Thatcher thing. Wow. Well, so, wait till you hear yeah. my high points this week. I well, gave Timothy Chompa Thatcher right. <laughs> <laughs> Champa <laughs> defeating Velveteen Dream. I gave that a three. I thought it was a really good yeah, match. But yeah. I also gave a three to Thatch as as Thatch can with Timothy Thatcher. I fucking love this guy. I'm getting his shirt. I am convinced I'm getting the shirt. This guy is gold, Jerry. Gold. I love what he's saying. Politics I love what he's and doing. Seinfeld. Can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I love... I, I love him. I love wow. everything he's doing. I love his style. I love the way he talks. The guy, he got it. He's got it. Uh, Tony, <laughs> what are your high points of NXT this week? Uh, for me, the high point was Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. I gave it a three. I really liked this match. Ch you know, as much as we fucked with Ciampa a while ago with the whole Ciampa yep. and Gargano, Ciampa and Gargano, Ciampa, you know, at the NXT takeovers, always, always main eventing or always had to be in a pay-per-view. I tell you, for me, with Ciampa, he kind of rejuvenated himself. He, yes. he, he reinvented himself, coming out with that mask on, looking intimidating. Yep. I think he needs to shave the beard, though, if you're going to be rocking that mask. But... Um, for me, he's just reinventing himself, and this match that he did showed that. Um, also, and, and this is just a mentionable, uh, Tony Storm versus uh, Shotzi yes. Blackheart. I gave it a two and a half, but the reason why I wanted me to too. talk about this match was because it was long, but yes, I didn't it mind it at all. <laughs> yes. No, it was long. Also, Shotzi was a little too excited. A couple of botches here exactly. and Exactly. Yes, but yes. that's why I went down to and two point five. Exactly, and that the same thing. I, I did the same thing. She was a little bit too excited. She did 
do a flop uh, at one point. <laughs> and, uh, but the match was still good. I'm really impressed with Tony Storm's assets, but uh, she, she's very impressed. She's got them. <laughs> yes, she um, does. But, overall. Uh, no, but the, over, no, the, my, the biggest point for me was Chompa versus Velveteen, Velveteen Dream. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, I gave NXT this week a 1.9. Wow, I gave NXT a 2.21. Everything that I have on NXT this week was at a 2.5 or above, but obviously the lowest point was Thatcher, and I think that's what hurt the rating, in my opinion. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, it is now <laughs> time for AEW Dynamite. Tony. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, for me... And uh, NXT AEW for a go home show, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't great either. It wasn't even good. Um, Andy Anderson <laughs> didn't even know it was a go home show. That's how little oh, reference really? they made. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. how little reference they made, and it's just that's how bad it was. Yeah. No, I I agree. Uh, I'll just go to the low point. For me, yeah. it was Nyla Rose versus Red Velvet. Uh, I know I, a lot of people are like, "Well, you're always getting on her." That's because she can't wrestle; she no, just can't. No. It, it's not there. And I'm sorry to say, I'm not trying to sound like a hypocrite, but if you start watching, watch her matches very, very closely. She's very stiff with these women, okay? Yeah. And she's doing that on purpose because she's trying to make herself look like a beast, like she's bad at. It's like, hold up. You're starting to hurt these women, and I can tell. I can see it. You know what I'm saying? And but the match was just red velvet. It was just bad. It was it was terrible. Um, yeah. Nyla uh, versus Sheeta. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it's just bad. It's just bad. Yeah. So I gave it a point five. What did you get? What about you? My lowest point was Team Taz's promo. I see yeah. why Taz wears sunglasses. Put them on, brother. You look terrible, bro. And his talking, I'm just not for it. I don't want to hear it. I gave that a point five, um, and I agree. The Nyla Rose and Red Velvet was yeah. a very low. Point but for not me only, as well. but not only that. The one thing actually, and this was my side note, and this is this is why I say this is how bad Nyla Rose is. Did you see her punches towards uh, Sheeta, and when she was in the outside no. of the ring? Oh my God! When she was like confronting Sheeta. And then she was throwing these punches. I was like, what the fuck kind of punch was that? Yo, it was like <laughs> slow motion hitting her shoulder. And I'm like, oh, my God. Jeez. It was, she is bad. She is uh, like, you know how you say you literally just said about uh, Nia Jax? It's the yep. same thing with her, but worse. But yep. worse. Um, yep. it, it's just terrible. Sorry. It's just bad. This no, I get it. Uh, when I, I saw those it. punches, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Got to be kidding me. Um, well, there's got to be a high point there somewhere, right? So what yeah, is your high you, point you would think, <laughs> right? But no high point was over a 2.5. Um, me too. The 2.5s I had were Miro versus Trent, Private Party versus Young Bucks, and uh, Eddie Kingston in the Moxley promo. Uh, if I really wanted to stretch that, if I really had to pick... A high point, I would have to say Kingston and Moxley. But I gave it a 2.5 either way because, I mean, yeah, I get it. They're not supposed to touch each other. 
but they were doing too much nose to nose, too much nose to nose. Eskimo kissing. Yeah, there was too much Eskimo kissing, and I'm like, all right, the first time, or maybe you know when they first got in there, okay, fine, or maybe towards the end of it, that's fine because they can't really yeah. touch each other. But I think what made up for it was Eddie's promo. Uh, his promo, yeah. he's 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 good. He's actually one of the best uh, promos out there, but. For a go-home show, I was a little disappointed with AEW. What about you? What was your high point? Yeah, that was my high point, too. The Eddie Kingston and the Moxley promo. Wow. I thought uh, Moxley has been doing a great job. Uh, TJ Logan had a good point. He's like, the first couple of months, uh, Moxley's promos were not really good yeah. of AEW. And recent time, he's been doing a lot better. And been. I agree with that. Um, and Eddie Kingston also has just been great. So I gave it a 2.5. Honorable mm-hmm. mention, the Pac promo. That, oh, that yeah. was sick. That was I loved sick. it. I, I like, loved wow. it. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. Uh, I think that was their best production to date. <laughs> like, <laughs> doing something like that. Um, overall, I gave AEW this week a 1.5. Wow. I gave AEW a 1.83 this week. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. It's now time for the Wednesday Night Delight. Every Wednesday, we have NXT and AEW, and uh, we vote on which one we thought was the best with our friends from Wrestling POV Global. Uh, TJ Logan and Elio Canella both voted in favor of NXT. Oh, wow. And if Andy Anderson wanted to vote, I'm sure he would have said NXT too. Because that's how <laughs> bad AEW was yeah. this week. I also am going with NXT. What about you? No, it's, it's NXT for me this week. It's a clean sweep. NXT goes ahead four to AEW's one. Wow. We'll see. Maybe they'll change it up next week. Who knows? It is now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... My low points uh, for SmackDown were ones. I uh, gave a one to Corbin defeating Rey Mysterio. Botch uh, ending was... First of all, how do you mess up the end of days? <laughs> I know. That's the first time I ever saw that. Yes. Because I guess, I guess uh, Rey sandbagged him. And it would just put too much fucking dead weight. Yeah. And just, he couldn't get him around. Yeah. Um, but... You got to give credit Aaliyah, to Corbin, though, because yes. he's that strong. And granted, yes. I know Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, why did I come up with Eddie Murphy? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Politics, Seinfeld, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> but um, Rey Mysterio, he is small in stature. Yes, I know. But it still takes incredible skill and strength for Corbin yes. to still pull off the end of days. But you're right. Yeah, I think sure. I think uh, Ray kind of like uh, sandbagged him on that one. Yeah. Um, and then of course Aaliyah coming out, Murphy coming out, Rollins yeah. coming out. Didn't like it. And you know what? I'm looking at this one, and it probably should be a point five. And that's Ruby Riot defeating Natalia and Zelina. Mm, really? This was bad. It, it, this was yeah. really bad. It was sloppy. It was all over the place. Uh, I guess what they're doing is having Natalia have many opportunities to get on the Survivor Series team, but mm-hmm. doesn't get on. Yeah. This is her second time to try to get in. Yeah. Um, Zelina, they're just making her look like a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby didn't look all that great. She took out the weave. She told us, listen, guys, take me out the book. I'll take it out. So that's what we did. Um but yeah, those are my uh, low points. What about you? Uh, my lowest point of Smack it was just a Lars promo. I'm like, oh yeah, he's bad. not a good promo dude, and and I'm not making fun of him. I'm not, so I don't want people thinking that I am. It's just he's not good at it. And for me, it's like, all right, so where are you trying to? You know, last week he had his normal clothes on. This week yep. he had no shirt on, but 
regular pants. I mean, what are they leaning to? Next promo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to be in socks or what? What the fuck, man? So, but no, my <laughs> point was the Lars promo. Um, but to go off of the Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I know. That was so stupid. But to go off of the Rey Mysterio versus Corbin, my thing is this had the potential to be a good match, but there was just too many distractions. Too yeah. many distractions with Dominic and then Aaliyah and then Murphy. And it's like, wait a minute. What the? Oh, my God. Ugh. Too many distractions. Too many distractions. But, again, that was a lot of point. Uh, well, that was a point five, the Lars, but I had a lot of ones also. Yes. Uh, my high points for uh, SmackDown this week was Jay Uso defeating Kevin Owens. Gave that a 2.5. Mm-hmm. Also gave a 2.5 to Sasha defeating Bailey. And it was a 2 originally, but when Carmella came out, I was like, okay, yeah. now we got something cooking. Let's see where they go with this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Bailey gets herself on the Survivor Series team. Yeah. And that way they can add some some weight to that Mm -hmm. weak team already yeah um but yeah so that was my high points for smackdown what about you same thing uh the jay uso versus kevin owens i gave it a two and a half but you know i wanted to just throw that out there but my highest was sasha banks versus bailey i gave it a three um i did like this match but just like you though i originally gave it a two and a half but when carmella came out and i was like oh okay i gave it, it bumped it up to a three I like it because now we're heading into a different direction, and I really enjoyed it. Um, My side note, though, I had on SmackDown was, and they're going back to this, and I really wish they didn't, is that in one hour's time, they only had two matches, and the rest was fillers, and I'm just like, I was not, I just wasn't into it, and SmackDown used to do that before, and I got on them about it, and then they kind of switched everything up, and everything was pretty much excitement 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 and matches 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 and then i'm like you know what you guys only got a two-hour show you know you gotta throw a lot at me in the two hours but now lately but i do have to say this big e the street profits and billy k hilarious that was hilarious hilarious actually i liked it better with billy k though here's my head shot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my resume in the back i was you can see i was on raw (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like we were on Raw with yeah. you, fam. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was funny. Oh, yes. Overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.8 this week. What about wow, you? Wow, I gave it a 1.75 this week. All right. It is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, NXT is ahead 13 to Raw's 11 to SmackDown's 5. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, it's between NXT for me and Raw. I went with NXT this week. No, I gave it to NXT. NXT was like my favorite. This was one of the better episodes they had in a long time. Yeah. And they and, uh, they have good episodes. Yeah. So. Alio Canella also agreed with NXT this week. So NXT is going to go ahead 14 to uh, Raw's 11 to SmackDown's 5. Mm. So that's being that. It is now time for WWE wow. versus AEW. Cool. Um. Battle of the Sammies. We got Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental Champion, versus Sammy Guevara. Who do you got, Tony? This one's a hard one, too. Because uh, I'm impressed with Sammy uh, Guevara. But for me, hands down, I'm going to give it to Sami Zayn. Okay. He, he's just uh, he's just way too good right now, and he'll outperform Sammy Guevara. Yeah, you know, for me, it was a lot tougher because, you know, Sammy Guevara is a lot younger than Sammy Zayn. Yeah. But 
And what he's able to do in the ring is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Sami Zayn is such a better promo and such a better character than Sammy Guevara that I'm going to give that edge to Sami Zayn. And you know what? I'm going to give it a 65-35. That's, that's what I'm looking at. Sami yeah, Zayn, 65. I agree. Sammy Guevara, 35. I agree. Um, and we're going to let this the guys at WrestlePLB Global decide who is the better one? They're going to give their votes, and you guys, the fans, will get to put your votes in tomorrow as it's Sami Zayn versus Sami Guevara this week. Tony, is it time for the book? It is time for the book. So, uh, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and uh, it's just so we can get a good laugh and uh, uh, talk about the things that always happens, and it's, sometimes it's worth talking about. So, all right, you ready? Yes, sir. Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Jesus Christ. Uh, Sam Roberts, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Fuck him and Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. He's mm. been on here a while. Very long while. And we may, we might as well just call this the, 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 the cage wedgie book. <laughs> we might have to. Uh, coronavirus. Oh, stays. Uh, but, and, but, but, but it may be disappearing. And, and, we got a president yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've been saying that all along. Once we get a president, all of a sudden this coronavirus is going to disappear. Uh, MVP, no more politics. Yeah, no more. <laughs> MVP's older brother suit stays. Uh, Jericho and Khan's demo stays. Lashley's dookie thumb. <laughs> <laughs> it stays. Uh, we'll see what he does at Survivor Series. Okay. Drew's we'll dragon breath. That stays. WWE's eye obsession. That stays. They just it's, they'll do it's it. It's just terrible. Roman's choppers. That stays, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Angelo. That he's, stays. He's getting worse with that. Candace's yeah. wings. That stays. The Garganos. Stays. Biggie's digging balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna stay for another oh, week or two. Oh Lord, Rick's sore throat. That stays. AEW. Speaking of Rick's sore throat, uh, we got a message from Clay Cummings. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Clay Cummings Talking went mini golfing. That uh, <laughs> what was it? He was like at a golf course or something, or a miniature crow. Yeah, he was at a he was at a mini golf course, and yeah. uh, there was this crow and this. Uh, guy a uh, voice box that was talking to him on the course and it sounded like uh me doing an impression of yeah. seth rollins and he was right it was better though it sounded better than yeah. me and seth rollins yeah. so but you still stay in the book aew sure. rankings stays that makes no sense bailey's carpentry skills they did show it on smackdown yeah that stays and uh finally shotzi's cannons <laughs> uh, this will be the last week of beyond uh um, not only did i get in trouble last week but also uh <laughs> she don't have her her tank anymore yeah so. yeah that's uh, true for those guys wondering why we put shots these cans it's the tank it's the tank yeah that's what it yeah. was all right that's what yeah. i'm gonna go with all right that, that's it that's the end of the show um so before we close it out though i will play a song from my playlist that rick will have to guess it's called the five second shuffle and uh get two out of three you did pretty good last week uh let's see if you can keep yes. that momentum up and uh, it's just how it. we right off into the sunset then until next week where we'll we will bring you more content than ever before actually we give you guys a lot of content as it is um so, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rick Sorrento the third, and our intern, 
Miguel Cole. Adios. Russell. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, ready? Yes, sir. Damn, I'll give you a couple more seconds after that. Oh. All right, it's not an, a wrestler's entrance song. That sounds, yeah, that it's sounds a like a, a show. Yeah, pay-per-view, right? Yeah. Um, is that, uh, damn, that's, that's Mania? Is that WrestleMania? No, it's Night of Champions. Night of Champions. Night of Gold, okay, okay. yeah, it's called. All right, here we go. Is that Papa Shango? Yes, it is. Papa Shango. Wow. All right, last one. You need this one. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Triple H. <laughs> this is my game. I am the game. I, yo, I challenge anybody to say that they got that Papa Shango one. Ain't nobody got that. Hands down, no one got that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's impressive, man. We don't know the rights. 